Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Joe McCall and Rick Otten. How are you, Rick? I'm on fire, mate. I'm great. New location, on board. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, and I believe this is episode number four, part four of what I've done with Rick Otten, talking about how to flip properties remotely. And we've been talking a lot about Greece. And I'm excited about this podcast because Rick is going to dive into the details on how he gets leads, how he finds these deals from Correct. Australia, from wherever he is in the world. Isn't that right? Absolutely. And it's not that hard, but I'm going to lay it out for everybody today. Well, where are you now, Rick? Are you in Australia? I'm in a little town called Port Macquarie, which is about four and a half hours north of Sydney, which is a booming little town. And I've actually just said to my wife, I said, you know what? This was what I'm most predict. I went to the council to find out what the growth stats are on the city and where the corridors of growth are. And I said, you know what, I'm going to buy a house for uh, take over the deed, right? I'm going to buy a house you take over the deed because it's a booming town. They've just built a university here. So it's like Austin in relationship to Dallas. Really? Yeah, it's like that. It's going that direction, right? You know, and uh, everybody's moving in with acoustic guitars doing bye-bye American Pie. So, okay, so that's why I'm going to be up in the United States, the farm, in about one week because it's the end of the corn season. Good, good. And, uh, but I tell you what, I've got some exciting news uh, to tell you guys about you know, just generally speaking, where to go and how to start putting your properties together from different parts of the world. Yeah. Well, let's dive in and let's talk about that. Those of you that don't know, listen back to the last three episodes that I've done with Rick. I've actually done, I did a previous podcast with Rick as well. You should check that out. But the last three, we've been talking about how to flip properties remotely. And it's something that I've done from Europe in the U.S. And it's something that Rick is doing from Australia in Europe. And uh, it's it's an awesome business. I love this business. Where else? What other kind of business, Rick, can you flip a house that you've never seen in a city that you've never been to or that you aren't in, right, to buyers that you've never met? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, met, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody these days just does like tra transfer-wise and all this stuff. So let me tell you how I do it all, okay? Yeah, yeah, please. Have you ever heard of a website called thepaperboy.com? No. Oh, man. You guys have got to get into the paperboy.com. Oh, go the there paperboy. right now. Okay, the paperboy.com has a listing of every newspaper in every country in the world. Okay? Okay. It sure does. Okay, now. All right, great. Now, here's the deal. This is the second bit. If you do everything through Google Chrome, it has fantastic automated translation software built into it as a search engine, right? Uh-huh. So every time I'm reading something I don't understand, if I'm in it through Google Chrome, I hit the uh, translate button, puts it all back in English for me. Okay. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That's, well, that's where I get my VAs for out of the Ukraine. I don't speak Russian. I don't have to. I just go into their website and then transfer it back into English. Okay, so. From, so you get, your, you get your VAs from the Ukraine, huh? Yeah, my EA, she's great. She's She works 40 hours a week. She costs me 500 euros a month. She's 36, four years university, and she's got internet faster than Australia. Wow. Right? 
I'm in, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. Oh, well, it's all that great EU handout money all went to those Eastern European countries to build their, their fiber optics. Okay, so let's get back to the beginning, everybody. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to go to the paperboy.com. You're going to pick a country you like, right? You're going to go into those newspapers, into the classified sections, right? Into the houses wanted or people selling houses. And you're going to put a little line. And you're not going to do it. Your VA is going to do it. Now, the VAs come from four different countries. I use Indian VAs if I want accounting and IT. I use Filipino VAs if I want people who are just like worker bees. If I want creative people, I use the southern states of the United States because the northern states are too expensive. <laughs> and if I want management people, I take them out of the Ukraine because they're great management people. Interesting. Okay. So, okay. okay, so we go to the paperboy.com. I then type and I send it to my VA team in the Philippines. I say, would you be interested in a arrangement where I could buy your house for the asking price? I'll pay full price if you're flexible on how you receive the payments. Love to hear back from you. That's it. It's short. It's pithy. And I send that. The VA send those out to all the people advertising all those papers in all the different cities, the different countries. Well, I've never thought about doing it through the newspaper classifieds. I've always just looked at Craigslist in some of these countries. But you're saying uh, you well, can't. That's why, that's why I thought you had me on the podcast to tell you about what you're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really good. I'm looking at this right now, and I, I looked at uh, I looked up uh, Prague, and sure enough, here we go. But this is an English newspaper I found in Prague. Fantastic. So I go to the classified section where they're yeah. selling houses. Yeah. I am right. uh, I see it right here. I just clicked on it. You can even submit an ad too, it looks like. Yeah. You know what your ad says? I buy houses and pay twenty thousand more. My ad always says I buy houses and pay twenty thousand more. Now here's the interesting thing. You've got to understand how people read ads, okay? They see my ad that says I buy houses and pay twenty thousand more. Then they write that ad on a piece of paper with my phone number and say, hey, I'm going to call this guy. Yeah. But they never wrote down what the ad says. So everybody will call you, but no one will remember to remind you that your ad says you paid 20000 more. Right, okay. And when they ask me, I say, well, do I get 20000 more? I say, yeah, I'll pay 20000 more than the other guy. But anyway, <laughs> took about a house. <laughs> But I'm happy to pay people more money. Remember, the money's not in what we pay, Joe. It's how we pay it. All right. So but, uh, in practical terms, if I were yeah. to, you know, I'm looking at a newspaper right now in Prague that's all in Czech, and yeah. I'm actually in Safari, so I need to get the Chrome translator. But anyway, yeah. my VA sends a, an email to this classified ad. Who talks to them? Do I need to do no, I? VA sends original one, says, hey, sir, I've seen you selling your house. You know, would you be interested in a full price offer? Give me a bit of flexibility on the payments you know, with how you'd receive the money. Now, normally you'll get the standard one by, yeah, I could be. Can you give me more detail right now? Something like that, right? Yeah, okay. But it sift out the people who are say no or they're open to the idea. Okay? Yeah, Okay. Next email says this, well, sir, I buy property for a living. I've just got a lot happening right now. And based on the completions and closings and settlements, you know, I'm just thinking that I'd like to buy your property. It looks good from what I've seen so far. 
and I'm happy to chat to you. We go to a deeper level, but right now I just want to get some clarification. I'll pay the price you want, but I would like to spread over those payments over a longer period of time. Now, that's what she sends out the second time. It's pretty close to what she said out the first time. And I'll tell you why I sent that out the second time. Because people get so much stuff in their inbox, they go, yeah, sounds good. But they're not really in the game. Do you with me? Yeah. Uh-huh. This one I'm tapping on the shoulder saying, so because I get so many responses, I haven't got time to, to go through lots of people waste my time. So that's kind of it. Now, when they come back and go, yeah, 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 give me more detail – then what they do is they forward that to me. Okay. So then I take, I take over that, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. And, and uh, I'm, I'm really surprised. I'm looking at this Translate, Google Translate Chrome. It's amazing how well this thing translates these Czech newspapers that I'm looking at here. Yeah. <laughs> so really, sometimes you've got to be wondering, like, you know what's funny? I remember once when I was uh, buying properties back 20 or 30 years ago in Dallas, and I was asking people why they do some stuff, and they said, well, that's how they've been learned to do it for 30, 40, or 100 years. So no one actually changes. So all we're doing is saying, well, that was the old way. This is the new way. <laughs> uh, this is amazing. So I'm, I'm just playing around right now. I guess I need to get back to the podcast. Okay, so, so do you get the concept? You're onboarding concept so far? Yeah, the, the main concept is – your VA is sending out a lot of marketing and just yeah. looking for the ones that raise their hands and say, yeah, I yeah. might be interested. Yep, yeah, there we go. Okay, so now then, then what happens? Now, guess what's more exciting about this? What? Most of the people in Europe outside the United States have never had this experience. They haven't had 60 emails every day. They've had a house they haven't sold for nine months, and I've said, hey, I'll give you the price you want for it if you can help me out. I've just got to pay you the money for the house. I don't have it all today. Could you help help me pay it to you? It's not as if they receive 50 emails that day because everybody in America only does in America. It's like a virgin market, right? It's like going to catch fish in your bathtub. Okay. All right. Okay. You with me so far? Yeah. Okay. So now the guy says, yeah, right? And now... The, the next couple of emails, well, I call, speak to the guy. Every situation is a little bit different. I need to ask, uh, if it's okay with you, I need to ask you some questions. I can either chat to you, if you speak in English, chat to you, or I'm happy to ask you the questions I need answers to on the email in order to expedite the speed at which we can buy the house. Very important, that last hook. I need to ask the questions because people do not want to answer questions, but the hook is, in order to expedite the speed at which we can buy your house. Interesting. Okay. You put that on the, if you put that on the back, then everybody will give the information you want at the front. So what would you prefer? Do you prefer doing it over email back and forth or getting on Skype and talking to them? No, I want to get on a Skype pretty quickly. I want to get on a Skype pretty quickly. I just want to very quickly say, are you in? I'm a better guy on Skype, but I'll tell you why. You can read people. Like, you know, body language is like 55% of it, right? So you're building relationships with people. So in a world of social media where people are pushing stuff at you, you're building relationships. So I want to get on Skype and chat to people. Okay. All right. Have you ever thought about, because um, I just interviewed a guy who is doing deals from Denver, Colorado in Nashville, Tennessee, and yeah. one or two other markets. 
Uh, and, and any market that he's in, he goes and hires a local acquisitions manager to actually meet with the seller. Have you ever done that or tried doing that? No, he's like, I do it all on Skype. Now, all the documents, I send to the people on Skype. Because, like, so all the uh, purchase options, and what we do is we go through them together. So right now I'd send you the purchase option. I've written most of my own documents, and I've made the language uh, the 12-year-old mind. So what I did was I paid the lawyers to get the complicated language simplified so a 12-year-old can understand it. That means adults can read it. Yeah. And uh, that way they'll sign it, by the way. And then what I do is I put it in Skype, and then people like you right now, you'll pull a document down from Skype, and we'll chat, and we'll mm -hmm. actually do it right now. Well, I guess a lot of people in the U.S. don't realize how much or how widely used Skype is in other countries around the world. Would you agree with that, Rick? It's more widely yes. used? It's not used that big in the uh, U.S. So what I'm changing it to is this. For the U.S., because most of Europe and the rest of the world uses Skype, but the U.S. doesn't, rather than educating people on Skype, I'm actually moving people to Zoom, mm -hmm. right, for U.S. Why? It's less to download. And uh, what I've just done now, and you guys, you'll want to get this, the first uh, – people don't like downloading software on their computers, okay? They've got a real problem with it now, right? Yeah. Demio, D-E-M-I-O dot com, has just brought out the first software program where you can type it into a URL and connect. You don't have to download any software. So people don't like downloading software, but if I use Zoom, it's easy software. And the other thing I can do with Zoom with people, it's easy to click buttons and uh, they can get documents and Skype or Zoom. It doesn't really matter. Just use some platform. Interesting. Yeah, but I tend to – I've either got to tell people to go to Zoom and get an account, but it's easier if I just send you a link to Zoom and the guy clicks on his email link to Zoom and then we're connected like you and I are and we talk shop. And um, I tend to say at the very first meeting, because they're all pretty excited, they haven't done it this way before, and I say, who else needs to be on this call with us today who's involved in selling this house? Because if you sell a house to me right now, your wife won't feed you tonight if she finds out. Okay. So then she comes in, and so the whole family sits around, and we put it together. All right. Now, in answer to your question, one more thing, though, in answer to your question, I will use sometimes Periscope so that that's an app people put on their mobile phones so they can go around the house and show me their house, or and I can see through the camera there's well, – the other thing I use is I will get someone who goes to the property, Joe – not to check the value of it, but to check the condition of it. But I'll send someone to do that, okay? And uh, just maybe take pictures and send them to you? Yeah, correct. What are some of the favorite uh, places you've bought homes before? Like maybe talk about, rewind a little bit and talk about what are, what are some of the markets that you have done this in? The markets I've done this in is Greece, in Spain, in the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand. That's it. I'm working with one of my guys now to buy properties in South Africa, only because I want to fly down to Cape Town and hang out and go to a, to a, to a park down there and check out some animals. Okay. So, but my next country that I'm going into is uh, Bulgaria. 
Bulgaria. And I know you're asking me why Bulgaria. Yes. Because one, I don't know much. Bulgaria and Croatia. Massive tourism is going into Croatia. It's oh, a yeah. beautiful place and everybody wants to buy their dream, right? I love Croatia. Yeah, people love Croatia, want to get Croatia and Bulgaria because Bulgaria has just opened up the EU that now if you have 150,000 euros, you can buy residency into the EU, the EU permanently as long as you go through Bulgaria. Wow. So anybody from any country? Yep. They've just started it. You get in for 150,000 euros. Bulgaria. That's now, where I'm looking at a map again. That's yeah. the former Yugoslavia, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, tell you what, we should probably get back to doing Greece property because people are probably thinking what happens after that bit about they got all the ads. Yes, yes. Okay. So, guys, you've got people, right, who now say they're interested, they're on board with taking payments, right? You with me? There's two other bits we've got to get here. Yes, okay. Then I say, okay, let me ask you something. Uh, we can get my solicitor to put the paperwork together or I can get your solicitor to put the paperwork together, but you probably have a relationship with your guy. You probably trust him more. Are you okay if we use your guy to put the paperwork together? And my lawyers say, yes. So now they've already supplied me with a solicitor. You with me? A solicitor for those in the U.S. is a, an attorney. Attorney, yeah. So an attorney or a lawyer, attorney, a lawyer, a solicitor. So I get the seller to use their guy. But the paperwork comes from me or my guy. Okay. Because with most of these countries, the lawyers have no idea about payments, taking over the deeds, lease options. They've never done it this way before, right? Sure, sure. Now, let me tell people the golden nugget because I just had this issue. I get this issue quite often with the old countries. They go, well, what do you guys do in the United States? You can't do over here. Here it is. You can do just about everything you want with a power of attorney. Yep. It's pretty much any country in the world. Yeah. And I won't, I won't take any properties from any sellers from any country in the world unless it's agreed that I can have a limited, and it is a limited power of attorney that enables me to transact with that house and do what I need to do with that house as long as I've paid the debts and doing what I said I'd do. Now, the reason we limit it that way is because everybody will happily sign that. But they won't sign it if it's too general, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Paperwork, paperwork has to come from me because if you try to get the seller's lawyer to create it, he'll say he doesn't know how, doesn't know how to do it, he'll charge a fortune. But if I send him the drafts of the paperwork for which he can fill in the blanks, A, the fact that it's already created – the lawyers go, oh, great, it already exists, then they get their head around it. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Okay, so the seller takes that paperwork to their attorney. Yeah. The attorney calls you back, maybe has some questions. Yeah, always, always, usually emails. Now, here's what I do for an attorney, okay? <laughs> if I don't have one, oh, my God, this is so simple. Here's what I, okay, you'll love this. Let's say, like, a classic example, when I started buying in Spain, right? I don't speak Spanish. Joe, when I needed to find an attorney in Spain and I don't speak Spanish, what do you reckon I did? I don't know. What would you do? I went into Google and I said, English and Spanish-speaking attorney. 
and a whole stack of them picked up. And I called them up on my phone because now it's only $5 a day. And I spoke English. And they all spoke English back to me. <laughs> all right. So you could even probably look for, you know, let's say you're going to do to, to do business in uh, Catalonia, Spain. I don't know. Correct. Is, did they break out yet to break off Catalonia? Not yet. So they're, yeah, they're doing their marching and riding and carrying on. So wherever you want to go, Let's so here's the goal. You, you go to Barcelona and you just Google Barcelona yeah. attorney or, or solicitor, Spanish and English, and you could yeah. maybe even add the word property, right? Yeah, yeah, you can. So you don't even have to say Spanish because they're in Spain, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're going to speak Spanish. So you just go Barcelona, English-speaking solicitor, property, and they'll all pop up. That's, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, now, that's easy. Now, the other thing is this. If I've got the seller using the seller's lawyer can you, or attorney, right, can you see how the seller is in a comfort zone that we're using his attorney? Yeah. Okay. As the paperwork's getting put together, who's paying the bill? Well, he is. Correct. Therefore, what's he now got? Some commitment, some, uh, yeah. some uh, skin he's in the game. Yeah, he's got skin in the guy. He's got a commitment to see this transaction come together. Nice. All right. So then what happens? Okay, so then I get my lawyer, and then I get my lawyer to connect with the other lawyer, and they do that through phone and email. The good thing is you can speed that process up or slow it down, and then what I want to do with all my paperwork is – I always want to know whether I'm going to be doing a lease option or a contract for deed, right? Now, I will pick a lease option or a contract for deed based on two criteria. One is the legislation for the country, and the second one is any familiarity that the lawyer may have in one or the other. So in one, I did um, in the southern part of Spain, uh, a little village called Americas or America, a little right-hand side on the bottom there. Uh, I've, actually, I've got to go and see that property. looks good, though, on Google Earth. And that little Spanish lawyer there, I wanted to do a lease option, but she was real comfort and she understood contract for deeds. Now, I sort of thought, oh, fine, like rather than the deal, what's it matter? I'm still making payments on a, on a property that I could assign, right? Sure, sure. Uh, I'm not that concerned about whether it's a lease option contract for deed, but it depends a little bit on legislation as to whether or not I can do that. Yeah. And so do you find in most states that, uh, well, I think you just answered this, but is it easier to explain a lease option than taking over a mortgage and making the payments? No, 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 no. Because what I, I never explain a strategy. Never, ever. I would say that most people I've done a, pro, a contract with in 27 years actually don't know what it was. They just knew it was a paperwork set that said that their payments were going to get every month. So much goes to their bank account. So much goes into their check account. And the house is no longer theirs. And those papers are in a drawer. And if you said, what is it? They really wouldn't know. So here's how it works. I say, I tell you what, why don't we agree you want 300,000 euros for your house? And if you're okay, uh, why don't we just agree that we'll, chuck, we'll break those up into little payments and I'll make you a payment every month. Once we work out how much each payment is each month, tell me what day you want the first payment, and away we go. And I really keep it that simple. Okay, that's good. 
All the guy wants is the paperwork from the solicitor that represents that conversation I just had. Yeah. He doesn't really care whether it's a lease option, a 2-1 buy-down, a 10-10, contract for deed. He just wants what Rick Otten said was he gets 300000 He picks what day next week, and we've agreed on how much the payment has to be. What are the terms uh, as far as the number of years that you try to get normally? Usually what I do is I say to the guy if he's got a mortgage on the property, uh, and this is I like to get really, 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 really long terms, and then I can always pay off early. I don't like getting short terms. Now, Joe, the way I get people to give me long terms is this. I never ask for it. What I say is this. Uh, the next payment, your next mortgage payment that you make on your house, how much is it? And then the guy tells me the mortgage payment. I ask him, the next payment, do you want that in a perfect world if you could? Would you prefer that to come out of my bank account or out of your bank account? And he'll always say, my bank account. And I say, well, just suppose you could. How many of those outstanding payments would you like to see come out of my bank account? And he goes, all of them. Well, I never really thought about that, but how many are left? And he goes, 21 years and seven months. <laughs> All right, consider it done. Now, let's talk about your cash and your equity and how we're going to do that. And right there, I've just taken over the loan for 21 years. I love that. That's how I do it. How long would you like me to make your payments? Or how many of your payments would you like me to make? Correct. And he'll always say, every single time, he'll say, all of them. And you go, well, okay, well, grab your mortgage statement. Or what do you got left there? He goes, oh, about 15 or 16 years. He says, well, I will walk and tell you what, we better get exact because we're going to send that to the solicitor. I can't believe I agreed to that, but okay. <laughs> Most guys go from one year and they ask for three to five years. No, it's a different frame up. How long would you like, how long would you like, or how long would that guy like me to pay all his debts for? And mm -hmm. people say, oh, all that. That's a really, really good tactic, really good trick. Yeah. And that's why the loans I do, uh, 20, 25, 30 years, I could always cut them short, sell them, assign them, pay them off, but I always get long paper. I don't get short paper. That's fantastic because that, that kind of a contract is so much easier to sell if or assign if you want to get out of that deal, isn't it? Plus, I also sell payments. So if I've got a 25-year contract and I need to pull some cash, I can sell five years payments to an investor and say, look, I'm really busy. I can't collect payments for the next five years for this guy. And I don't know to what degree uh, you've taught people about payments and selling payments, Joe, so I don't know if we want to go there. But, that, I've never know. done that before. No. I know what you're talking about, though. Oh, it's great. So here's the deal. You're making 500 a month on a property, right, or 1000 a month, right? That's sixty grand over the next five years. Mm -hmm. So I say, Joe, I tell you what, I'm going to go traveling. How about I just let you collect the next 60 grand over the next five years? Can you give me like 20 grand now in cash? I'll go traveling. And you collect the next 60 for the next five years. You're happy. You got 60 grand for the next five years. But guess what? I got no admin. I got no collection fees. I speak to nobody. I made the stuff up out of the air anyway. I got 20 grand cash. And then, I, and then I get the product back from you in five years' time. So in five years' time, it comes back to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, – and that's why it's important to have a longer – as long of a term as possible. Yeah. I've heard of selling partial notes. 
but I like the way that you just simplified that and kept it straightforward, simple. Yeah, I keep it real simple. So I just buy, sell payments to guys. I do that quite a bit. I'll tell you a funny story. This will make you laugh, right? I'm in Sydney. I did a deal in a place called uh, Plano, Texas. Yeah. I don't know. Must have been 20, 25 years ago. I got a check in the mail the other day from Plano, Texas for 8300 US dollars. My wife and I looked at this check for about 30 minutes and we couldn't figure out what house, where, what, 20, 25 years ago. We couldn't figure out where this 8300 came from. We were forced to bank the money on a house we did 20, 25 years. We've obviously sold the payments to someone for 20 years and the payments have come back and they've just ballooned out for 8300 Wow. But, it's, but anyway, let's get back <laughs> to Bruce. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Have we given people enough in today's nugget have we given people enough for Greece for just today or where do you want to go? I think this is good. We're right at the 30-minute mark, so this okay. is good. And then uh, on the next podcast that we'll record, what will, what do you want to talk about then, Rick? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. So far what I've talked to you about was how to get your sellers on board uh, to deal direct, how to find them in all the countries, how to get the VAs to get to sift and sort them, Right? Yep. How to get your attorneys organized. That's your attorneys, right? Next week, what we'll talk about is how you work with agents, if you want to work with agents in foreign countries, right? And then how you clean up the contract and then decide if you're going to keep it, sell it, wholesale it, and where the profit is. It's exciting buying houses. Sometimes you've got to ask yourself, that's great, you brought it, but now what do you do now that you've got it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that would be a great topic, and we can talk a lot about that. This stuff works. Guys, this is why I'm so excited about this. This works in any country in the world. It really does. Yeah, and, but you know, you can't do it too often because suddenly you've got to change your friends because they just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So very good. Hey, Rick, you just, you're telling me before we started recording, you've created a video just recently about uh, some of your trips and travels in Greece. And, and what did you do in that video? So here's what we did. I had a guy with me. I had a documentary maker with me, right? And uh, it, long story, but he's known me for like 30 years. And he said, let's go and film you actually put these deals together in Greece. We went and found the deals, uh, met the lawyers, the, the agents, the sellers. You actually see me in the coffee shop with the contracts from finding them, everything I actually do. And he's the guy with the camera as a documentary maker. It only goes for about six minutes. Nice. But it gives people a massive aha moment and you'll see the energy. I mean, I do like five contracts in one week of people lining up, wanting to get out of properties in Greece. And uh, I think people will get a lot of learning. They'll get massive aha moments of, wow, it's real. It's happening. I can do this from any country. But heck, I'm in Sydney. <laughs> All right, so we don't have the link for that, but if you go to the show notes for this episode, then we'll have a link to that video. And I'm also going to give you a, a link in here in just a minute, so get a pen and paper and write this down. If you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com slash Greece, realestateinvestingmastery.com slash Greece, I will forward that link to this video that Rick is going to be talking about. And uh, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I've not seen it yet myself, but that'll be, uh, that'll be pretty cool. So, Hey Rick, thanks for your time. Sure. Appreciate it.
All right, we'll try next week, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do that next bit next week, right? Yeah, yeah, talking about how to actually sell these things now that you have them under contract. Well, here's the deal. And then what I'm going to be doing after that one, I'm jumping on the plane and flying straight from Sydney to Iowa. So uh, I'll be sort of catching up with you anyway. But anyway, yes. uh, you got all sorted. Look forward to speaking to you next week, buddy. All right, take care. See you guys. Remember, okay. realestateinvestingmastery.com slash grease. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Yeah.